Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to the distraction WrestleMania 37, point to the side. We're all pointing. We're here. We're ready for WrestleMania. We're going to stay like this the whole show. Just no, <laughs> What are you talking about? No, we're not. About? What do you no, mean? I thought we I'm, agreed that this is how we're staying. No, if Joel's done, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Guys. Guys. I'm going to take this over. I'm going to take this over now, okay? Did you just say we're talking about WrestleMania today? Guys. I thought we're, we were pointing we're the whole not- show. We're not talking about WrestleMania. We're talking about Hardcore Justice live on Impact Plus this Saturday night in the Impact Wrestling Studio. Did you Saturday Saturday afternoon? Oh, not for me, pal. Wait, hold on. NWA TNA has a show this weekend. It does. It does. Yes, it does. Big show. Big big show. ECW, brother. What? Yes, ECW. It never dies. Hardcore never. I refuse to believe this. It's true. I swear. This is a great way to start the show. Nonetheless, I'll tell you that Dixie Carter, she's something else. <laughs> she okay. doesn't care. Jeremy, you did mention WrestleMania, folks. Don't switch the video off. We have our, our great esteemed guest, a legend of the program, who now comes on only for big four WWE pay per views that he doesn't care about, which is a good bit. <laughs> Uh, we are going to wear WrestleMania, right, Jeremy? I guess so. I mean, that's what I put in the headline. Like, you, I can be a liar, and we don't have to, but I called Dutch Mantel a liar earlier today. Speaking of, JJ sends a super chat, says hello to my favorite big stars. Welcome again, Jack. Jack's the biggest star of all here. Always nice to see you on I'm show. not bigger than Bob O'Neill. <laughs> Check out the prediction show with SB3 and Dutch. Yeah, I did a prediction show with Dutch Mantel and SB3. You guys are a step down. Like, I, I did a prediction show with Dutch Mantel, an actual, like, wrestling legend. You guys are just, like, I like you guys, but, I mean. I know, I'm legitimately jealous. You know, I have no argument on this. Like, this am. is true. Yeah, this is true. What do you want, man? What do you want? Do you want to join on medal? What do you want? Man? We've, we've lost. <laughs> he bowed down to me. That's what bowed down to me. What do you want, a medal? During the show. He bowed down <laughs> to the to the god, the point god. That does rule, and you need to get him on the distraction. But that's a different thing for another because we are going to talk about Jeremy. We're going to talk about WrestleMania, right? The show of shows. The showcase of the immortals, which Jet reminded me was the nickname of the event. Uh, the grandest stage of them all. Ah, uh, oh, there you go. There you go. WrestleMania, folks. It's my favorite one, the grandest stage of them all. Guys, let me get plugs and stuff out of the way. 
You can send a super chat, get your question, comment, statement read on air if you would like to. Um, it really helps us out. That's it. That's the only plug. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get rolling. WrestleMania 37 this weekend. Two nights. Once again, two nights. I mean, first off, do we like two nights? Yes. Do we, do we, you like yeah. two nights, Jack? Yeah. I think I think this should be the norm going forward. I said that last year. When they when they were forced to do it in the performance center, I said it like when they do stadiums, they should. I actually I, I said that when Wrestle Kingdom did it for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is pretty cool. If you're only going to do it once a year, I don't see the problem with it. I agree. I think it's also good that like it stops it from becoming this weird event where the main event is like a bad thing to be in. You know, like that was <laughs> a weird fit. Like main event of WrestleMania should be the ultimate in wrestling, and instead it became, oh man, they're going on last after seven hours of wrestling. Yeah. It's not ideal. I also think it's nice to be able to do like singles matches like Owens and Zayn, Rollins. You wouldn't do that on the big the big marathon. It would be a ten man tag. So or ten man ladder match. So I mean it's better. I just, you know, logistics wise, I don't know if it's something you do full time. I hope it is though, to be honest. I think it also separates from the rest of the events, which increasingly when Shane O'Mac is your only part timer, <laughs> you need stuff that makes this seem obviously different than like Battleground or Backlash. Two nights does that, right? It does that much. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Jack, we have to watch this show on the cock. Have you experienced the cock yet? What, do you have to oh, you here? know, for like, uh, <laughs> I was one of those people. I didn't watch the whole show, but I turned it on for the Roman match on uh, Fastlane. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those people that experienced just like how far behind it was in the live streaming. Like I was looking at my tweet deck. And people were like, wow, what a what a move. And the person that did the move hadn't even entered yet. <laughs> like, wait, what? And then I saw that people like WWE, because WWE Network was still around here in the U.S. And I guess that was so far ahead of what Peacock did. And apparently I saw some people who seen last night for TakeOver, huh? Yeah, I, I watched Fastlane on the network. I did watch um, TakeOver last night on the cock. And... It was behind the USA Network feed, but I don't know if those people were watching on cable or if they were watching like an internet That's USA it. Network feed because like cable is going to be ahead of a streaming service regardless. See, so, starting to starting tonight though, that won't it's not going to be a problem at all because the only way right. you can watch is on, is on Peacock tonight, Saturday, except on- for except for the these people in the UK and Canada and <laughs> elsewhere who are going to be on the network and are going to be listen ahead and spoiling everything. You're fine with me. I'm not going to be watching, so you're absolutely in the clear. You don't have to worry about me tweeting anything. There'll be no spoilers. Joel's going yes, to be, gonna be tweeting the night one results tonight. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be well, like man. for Bianca. Be like, wait, what? <laughs> I thought you meant Night One of NXT. I was like, no, never watching. But yes, WrestleMania, good, good call. Speaking of Night One of WrestleMania, Jeremy Lambert, what a show we got, right? Jack Crosby, I know that you've studied this card intensely. You know, you've looked up and down the thing. You've gone through all the the ups and downs. What what are you looking forward to? Night One, they split them here. Night One, what stands out from the pack? Do you know what is in this pack before I finish this question? I know that Bob and Drew is on night one, and so is Sasha and Bianca. Wait, wait, Big. wait. Biggie and Apollo? No. I have no clue. God. I did not know. Right. Well, I, I know that Bob, Bob and Drew and yes. Sasha and Bianca. You got those two. You got those two. I got those two. That's, that's yeah. what I know. What's so the main event? Exactly. Let's tackle that. So I have been pretty consistent in saying if the issue with Banks and Blair is a lack of build, 
Drew and Bob are not, you know, they're not the answer there. They haven't got much to stand on. I love Bob. Drew is a fine guy. That's what he is to me. He's a guy. Banks and Blair feels like a moment that you can be saying bigger than what them two can, can come up with here. It feels like a lot to me. Jack, what do you think? Well, I did the, I was doing the math in my head, and it's got to be Drew and Bob on first. Yeah. Because as the challenger, Drew McIntyre will be the first person out there in that stadium. And they already re- reported, confirmed, or whatever that there's no kickoff show on night one. So, and because they want this big elaborate entrance, Drew McIntyre's owed a lot of things for what he did last year. I think Drew is going to is getting one of, is getting that entrance as the first person out in Raymond James Stadium. He's going to come out with a 500 foot sword on fire and start <laughs> stabbing people or so, from the pirate ship or something like that. But I think that was a dead giveaway. I think Drew's going to be the first person you see on Saturday. Oh, I agree. Jeremy seemingly disagrees. Jeremy, go ahead. What you know who's first? You know who's first, Joseph? The legit boss. The uh, the BB Rexa is gonna sing "America oh. the Beautiful," <laughs> and then no, no, she she sings "America the Beautiful," how great America is, and everything. And then who do you bring out after talking about how great America is? The real American is coming out first. I will turn the peacock off my head in there. <laughs> I'm just trying to warn everybody, all right? I'm just trying to warn everybody. I don't agree with this. I don't want it. No one wants it. I'm trying to warn everybody, okay? Hulk's going to come oh. out. He's going to hand Drew the sword. I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. He's going to hand no, it to that, him. But that still means here. Drew gets the entrance. So wait, so yes. all you're disagreeing with is the first quote-unquote superstar we see is Hogan. Yes. The first en- match entrance is Drew. That's what I'm saying. Yes. All right, that's that's fine. That's fine. But Hulk's because you know out what, everybody. Ugh. Okay, here's the deal. With that. So, but we we all agree that regardless of of the Hogan or the BBX, we think Banks and Blair are on last, right? They're closing the deal. Should be this. Let's start then with what we perceive to be the opener. What's interesting about Bob and Drew is, I think as soon as Bobby won the belt, ninety percent of us were like, "Well, he need." They're just going to give it back to Drew at Mania, and they're going to like do the you know, you get your moment after all. Basically, that deal. It does seem like since then, people are kind of swaying. Are we still locked in on the idea that Drew is getting that belt back? Jack, what do you think? I'm with you. I really thought that because – and I'm not saying the guy doesn't deserve it. Like, Drew deserves that WrestleMania reaction. He he does. And then, you know, he had a great year last year from from what I saw. And I did watch bits and pieces. I watched WrestleMania when he beat Brock. Like, the guy is owed that moment. But at the same time, you're right. WWE has put us in a weird position where – they finally figured it out with Bobby Lashley and the people seem to like this iteration of Bobby Lashley. And all of a sudden you're right. It kind of turned to where, yeah, let's have Drew get his moment. Now it's like, ah, what if we just didn't? What if we yeah. just had Bobby walk the out? With but then again, you get, get rid of the hurt business might've been a dead giveaway that Bobby's losing that title. Yeah. It feels like it's either that this is going to sound incredibly dumb. So I apologize, but the Hurt Business thing feels like a play firmly in one direction or the other, right? Where it's like, if he retains, it's like, oh, they're just all in on Bob as a heel. And they feel like the Hurt Business made him too cool and, you know, likable. In the same way, if he loses now, it's like, man, I don't know where Bob's at because he's lost his faction, his title. He's starting to cut promos again for no, like, it's just, it's an odd one. I don't know. I, 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 think, I think Lashley should win. I hope that the hurt business like isn't done. People have theorized that it's like a swerve, and so Cedric and Shelton. Yeah, I don't. 
<laughs> I don't buy it's those. all over, guys. It's all. over. It's finished. There's, I don't no, buy there's no more. That would require them to like put thought into this, and we know they don't do that, right? Like, it's just if they were if the, if this was going to be a swerve, it would have been just dissension, not Bobby beating the absolute shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Like, the, what are they? What, like, what are they going to come out and say? Yeah, we took one for the team. We let Bobby beat the piss out of us to make yeah, it look really good. Like, it no, just, you had to really sell it. You know, you had to sell that they they were out. So, so that's why it happened. Well, I just, Bobby I think... agreed to pay our medical bills. <laughs> I think it's as it's as transparent as like they just don't see Shelton and Cedric as being important at all. Yeah. And in, I think in their minds, it's part we want Bob to get booed, and it's also our world champ is friends with these two dogs. Like, I think that's how they look at it. Now, look, I don't look at it that way. I think you guys don't either. But I think that's how they see it, man. I mean, they weren't doing anything with them guys before this, so that kind of makes sense. But so where are we at there? So we we kind of we're leaning towards the Drewski, right? Big Scottish psychopath for the soul. Soft lean towards Drew winning the title back. Drew's Drew's going to win the title. He's going to hold it up for everybody, and then he's going to come right to the camera. He's going to get real close. He's like, one year, one year I waited for this moment, and it's here. Finally, all you people at home, everyone at home who stuck with me this whole time, now look into the crowd. The crowd is here. I'm Drew McIntyre, and thank you, everybody. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you. And then it will get clipped up immediately by every British journalist to be like, this is the wrestling I love. This, that's what you're saying with the Union Jack. With the Union Jack next to it. It'd be great. But here's the biggest question, okay? We all just give our, like, half-hearted picks. I, look, I love Bob. Do any of us, like, care about this, man? Like, genuinely, in your heart, if it was cancelled right now. No. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you did. <laughs> Jeremy? Fair enough. It's, it's a weird one, man. I really think the story of this mania is like, because it's mostly full-time guys, it feels so kind of just like there. And I'm for it being full-time guys, which makes that seem really hypocritical. I get that. But it's like, there's not a whole lot jumping off the page. There's a lot of stuff for a style be good. But yeah, that should be good. I mean, it then again. Full-time guys. We'd care about exactly, it. Yeah. It's, it's unpopular, but I'm still one of those people. I don't care how many people they have on that roster. There should not be two world champions. Yeah, I, I just I will I don't care about brands, but I will never agree with that. There should not be two world champions. I think you can keep the inter you can keep two mid card belts, tag teams, mm-hmm. but not even tag teams because they don't have enough. So there should only be one yeah. tag team champion at that point. But especially where there should only be the WWE champion in that company. That's that's just the way it is. And and yeah, you tell that person you have to bounce between the two. Like you want to be champ, you got to bounce between the two shows. Right. No, I, I think I think the the thing is is. It's kind of that way, which makes the way it's now dumb, right? Because it's no one doubts that Roman's the champ. So it makes it makes Drew, Drew or Bob seem even more secondary, even though they're pretending they're not, right? It's this weird kind of thing where you always know the real champ is, right, at any given moment. So it's tough. Because here's another wild card that I want to bring up to you guys that I, I thought about. When Roman and Drew wrestled at Survivor Series, they protected Drew massively. He lost the match, but we know how he lost the match. When is the next brand split coming up? Because they love, all of a sudden, they love Drew McIntyre. It should be October. See, I couldn't remember if they were going to do October again or sometime after WrestleMania like they used Mm. to. Any kind of shakeup or anything like that. Are they going to try to do Drew Roman? Like, not put the title on Drew at WrestleMania. Yeah. Have him feud with Romani into SummerSlam? Here's the thing. I mean, if we map out 
I mean, we're going to get ahead of ourselves, but I think it's worthwhile. If we imagine Roman is keeping his belt on Sunday, which I think we all would suggest he should do, mm. and then we try and figure out, okay, like, what's next? I think you can steal a Cesaro program, right? Like, if he, if he beats Seth, oh, you can do wow. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're for that, right? <laughs> so you can do that, and then it's like, then who does he work on SmackDown? Do you get Big E ready by June, July? Yeah, because you get is, Ray back. Like, what do you do? Yeah, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. But remember, last time I was with you guys, I, I said, not not jokingly, I said seriously, Roman should hold that title until next year in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You should not take that title off Roman Reigns this weekend. You shouldn't do it at SummerSlam. WrestleMania next year, you have a year to figure out, is it Keith Lee? Is it a Cesaro? Is it figure it out and stick to the plan? That's why I am so scared for Sunday night. I am you know so it should be, man. When you run through that list, this is going to sound very disrespectful to the men you just mentioned, but it's the truth. God bless the NXT, you know, the black and gold and all that good stuff. Finn needs to be involved in this thing, man. Finn's like, he, he's tremendous. It feels like it could be. Yeah, it feels like he could drop the belt and then go back, but it's up to would, him. I don't know. Would we get this Finn on the main? Because, like, I listened to my 300,019th Triple H interview this morning. Jesus, God bless you. And he was talking, he was talking about Finn. And from the sound of things, like he knew that Finn was just kind of that main roster thing wasn't really working. And then the NXT, he could be the guy he wanted to be. If he goes back to the main roster, I feel like he would just be that version of Finn and he wouldn't be this version. And the, the main roster version of Finn, he, he ain't messing with Roman Reigns. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you really, you've really just shot down two of my suggestions there, Jeremy, in one field. So Ray Jr. got a scoff. Do you see that, Jeff? I said Ray Did Mysterio. you, he, he, he did you honestly suggest Ray Jr.? Like, we're talking really? about Cesaro. Dude, we're talking about Cesaro. Okay? Yeah, hey, well, you know, I will say, singles program. Wait, Ray, Ray Mysterio? Yes. Yeah, let me tell you something. I would, oh, no. love a pro- I would love a program of Roman beating the piss out of Dominic. Yes. Throwing Ray around like a toy. Oh, I see. Sure, I would bro. buy that. You'd be great. Okay, I don't get. I would buy the shit out of that. Especially You'd be great. Up they ain't doing it. They're not doing yeah, it. Cesaro six months ago was even lower on the card than Ray is now. They could easily get Ray back for that. It'd be fine. I think it'd be great. Right. You can do it. You can do whatever you want. Right. Right. Yeah, he's bulletproof. They won't. They won't. <laughs> I love that we talk about Ray Mysterio on this WrestleMania preview. Yeah, just move on. Okay. He's not even on the card. Ray's not even on WrestleMania. They keep, they keep WrestleMania. WrestleMania. No, ser- seriously, because you guys are more into it. May I ask a question really quick? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, you can. No, because I haven't. I, I have looked at the card. I, I know I don't memorize the nights, but I've looked at the card. Do they really not have a match for Bailey? No. Are you shitting me? There's well, nothing for Bailey to do. There is a belief that her and Charlotte could have something that's figured out either Friday or on the pay-per-view night of an open challenge. That's the you know, you know, it's good to just figure these things out the day before WrestleMania. The people we'll who have to them. carried your company. I, I, I find it hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that there's nothing for Bailey to do at that show. Unless, unless this is an elaborate working plan, and I don't think it is because – Look, they don't they don't deserve any of this credit based on their history. Like they just they don't have anything. She doesn't know. She said she didn't know. She's pitching different stuff. No, she was happy to do a non-title. Something's up here. Know. Something smells fishy. I don't think they're gonna leave Bailey. Honestly, they Jack, do, something's up here. Jack, here's my here's my pitch, okay? Bailey 
Ray Mysterio Jr. What we got? <laughs> we cook wow. it. There you go. Wow. There you Are you just gonna put Ray in everything? What is if we're, gonna, if, if we're gonna do Bailey Ray, then we're gonna have to reevaluate our main event suggestions. Yeah, I, I agree. Take out Edge. Put Speak, in speaking of the main event, okay, so we, we've tackled uh, the Bob and the Drew, and by tackled, I mean we spoke about Ray Mysterio <laughs> Jr. <Junior and Bailey. laughs> well, but then you, but then you asked. To be fair, then you asked if we had any, if we had any interest in this match, and we all agreed as a team. No, we don't. Yes, no, we don't. Okay, now here's one that we, I think, we do have interest in, even if only on the physical sort of potential of it. The legit boss versus the EST, right? The Banks versus the Blair. The Twitter war that this has become, <laughs> tremendous stuff. Been a debate in itself, but in all seriousness, the match should be pretty spectacular, right? I have a couple questions. Can we throw this to Jack? Because I know Jeremy gets to talk about the SmackDown crew glowingly every week on Friday nights live on this channel. Okay, two things. How important, Jack, is it that Bianca wins? That's my first one. And secondly, do you have any concerns? Because I do have some about like her performing in such a major spot when really this is a new thing to her. Very new. What do you think? No, I I have no problem with just throwing her into the deep end and telling her sink or swim. Mm. You know, this is on you. We're throwing you right in. Now go get the job done. I, I, th- I think she, I think it's important that she wins because, you know, no matter what, when you look at the women on the roster for the longest time, for the, what now we're going 25th. So we're going six years now. Everything has surrounded – everything always comes back to the horsewomen in one way or another, which is can be good and bad. Like Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. you know, where, where her spot was before she left was great. And then sometimes with the Charlotte stuff, all jokes aside, not so, not so great. Yeah. It, but it, it all circles back to them. And then after six years, you start to get this feeling like, man – so you, I think Bianca is someone that's talented enough that she could take that ball from Sasha on Saturday – and kind of breathe new life into the division. Yeah. And because that's the tough part. Because, yeah, you want it, it, you want to get away from the horsewomen, but the thing is the four of them are so talented that they're the only ones who can carry that ball. Mm-hmm. I know some people might not want to hear that, but look at Bailey, for example. She was great when she was the, you know, the apple of every kid's eye. And then we come to find out, holy crap, she might even be better as a heel. Like they're just so all around talented, the four of them. But you, so you, it takes a special person to step up and take the reins. And I, I'm pretty sure Bianca's the person that can do that. It's interesting, Jeremy. What you got? What are you thinking? I think Sasha's going to win. The legit um, boss you're talking about here. Yeah? The legit boss, the role model, the blueprint, blueprint. the gold standard, the <laughs> Shilton, Shilton Benjamin, <laughs> the, green, the green money. Um, like, I would else? watch Bianca versus money. Shelton. Yeah, way. the green money. It's a new nickname I've given to her. Okay. But Carol, Carol, as you will. I think Sasha's going to win, and it's a toss up for me. I understand the putting Bianca over and, and really just like making her in this moment. I think there's more of a story to tell with, with Sasha winning. And in the going and going like almost full heel and just like bragging about everything and have Bianca get knocked down a peg because that's good for her confidence in the long run. And then she comes back next year and wins the title. Wait, wait, next year? <laughs> I, ignore, he's doing the rear Ripley bit. Yeah. Oh, 
But they actually transitioned to Smackdown. Really so I think this is interesting, okay? We got on this weekend we've got the two women that I think we would all select as the obvious choices to take that next step after the horsewomen, who have been great as Jack laid out perfectly. You have Rhea Ripley and, and Belair, right? It's like they're clearly the options. They finished the rumble together, they're both great. Who if you could have one, if only one can win that title, who who needs it more? What's the most important? Because to me, I'm kind of with Jeremy as much as he was trying about next year. I feel like Raw needs Rhea as champ as much as Rhea needs to be champ. You know, like that division is look, bless Asuka, man, she's it's not her fault, but like this reign needs wrapping up. And to me, I think Banks is enough of a priority that you can be like, okay, we're gonna have a win. And tell a story of Belair trying to climb that mountain that is Sasha Banks. I mean, that works. Rhea losing to Asuka, to me, is like alarm bells, to be honest with you. And that might sound hyperbolic or silly. I don't know, man. I feel like she needs to win here. What do you think? Am I, am I wrong on this? I feel like Rhea's the, the priority for me. I'm not sure. If I had to pick one between mm-hmm. Bianca and Rhea, probably Rhea. Yeah. Because, again, like you said, I think, I think that you have a lot more leeway with even if you do knock um, Bianca down a peg, she's she, she'll be fine because obviously because right. you could you can go the route Jeremy said with Sasha going full <laughs> blown heel and cheating to win, then then everything's fine there. Rhea already having a WrestleMania match and coming up just short against Charlotte, and like you said, that Rob Women's Division at least to me like I don't, and I don't even watch the show every week, but. I could just tell by my Twitter feed that like that division is just trash. The bookings trash. Like they need there's Oscar and then there's everyone else. Like and I understand like Oscar's a legend. She is. That's not hyperbole. She's a legend. Mm -hmm. But still, it's her and then nobody else. They don't book her like that though. They yeah. Yeah. She feels when you watch the show and again, I she lost on Monday. She lost. She got pinned. Rather than bringing the others up to her level, they seem to consistently try to pull her down to the rest. Yes. And it, this, this, this weird thing, and look, in fairness to them, this was obviously like plan C, I guess, for their title match. Now, granted, plan A was Lacey Evans, so actually not fair to them. <laughs> Fuck them, <laughs> I guess is my point here. But the, but the point of this is, to me, it's like, look, Banks is one of their biggest stars, and that's not to dismiss Asuka, but I just don't see her as the same quite the same level to me in terms of like building the promotion around. Yeah. I feel like there's something to be said for solidifying Banks as like an ace style champ and really telling that story of the great athlete that is Bianca Blair trying to win that big one. To me, Rhea's a badass. I don't need that character to be trying to win any big one. She needs to just be beating people up. To me, Rhea should be like, this is, this is hot take time. Ready? If I had my way, I would be bringing her into the territory like Brock in O2, brother. You know, she's just slaughtering people. That's yeah. me. But that's, I, you know, I, I don't think that's how they see it. But to me, her ta- her skill set is a lot less suited to a story of trying to overcome something than Belair's is. That's just my take on it. I don't know. Rhea needs the win way more than than Bianca for the reasons you mentioned, but definitely to reset. And I think it's alarming if Rhea loses. Not only because it kind of shows they don't have anything for her and they brought her in from catering just because Charlotte got COVID, but also because, like, if Asuka wins, Charlotte's definitely getting that belt. Charlotte's coming out the next night on Raw. Ooh. And. Oh, 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 oh. The man, Rebecca. What are we thinking? Is there a chance 
The only play here is asking these cat things so Becky can come straight back in and be like, I give it to you a year ago. I'm here to get it back. Do we think yeah. Becky Lynch is in play for this weekend? She may well be, right? That seems like there's a lot in of play. You know. Yeah, I, I, I think she's in play. Look, unlike certain other journalists, and my wife happens to be <laughs> pregnant right now, so I know a lot about pregnancy at the current time, okay? I've done my research, unlike other journalists, <laughs> that, the, that you know, so there are some people out there who think you could pop the baby out and get in the ring the next day. <laughs> I'm not that guy. I do research, okay? I've done a lot of research. Jack has done so much research. He got his wife pregnant so he could know. I just, want, I just wanted to see. <laughs> just a case study. It was a case study. Honey, honey, I need you pregnant. How fast could you get back into a wrestling yeah. ring? I need to ask a doctor. How fast can you get back into a ring? But no, um, but the, no, the, the timeline, like Becky, if she's been if she's been keeping in shape and everything was good with her pregnancy, because I don't think she had a C section, so that's mm-hmm. that's not a problem. Um, so I think that she, she it's possible because when did she at November, December, early December, for like early December? Yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, it's early December. Yeah, she, she. I mean, theoretically, she could. It's not even it, like she can come back. It's not like she has to wrestle the next night. Like she can come back tomorrow. Or WrestleMania, Bailey. and not wrestle for another month. Like it, it feels like Bailey would be, you yeah. know. And we've spoken on on Twitch and stuff about the idea of doing like ding dong hello with a special guest, and it's Becky. Yeah, because if you That'd were to cool. pick someone, yeah, if you were to pick someone who want you want to work with Becky coming back, like Bailey's like the safest, most steady of those, right? I mean, Asuka's she's pretty physical, she's pretty physical <laughs> after a pregnancy. You know? I, I, I don't know, but Bailey's she's a lot more steady, I think, as a choice, and it's a fresh matchup, but. The other thing with this match is, and I know we've transitioned to the Raw title, but that's what we do, guys. Okay, it's the distraction with Jack Cross. What do you think we're going to do here? Go for it, Carl. <laughs> but here's the deal. I said Becky, like, Ronda is a factor here too, right? Because mm, if Ronda... Like if, right, look, Jack and I don't want this to be the case, but it's just, if we imagine they have a date on when Ronda's around, it changes things with Rhea because, like, she's then not a priority to make as the monster of the division, you know? Because if Becky, if Ronda's around, she's the priority, man. That's just is what it is. It'll always be that way. So there's a lot of play here. To me, the division just needs Rhea to win, emphatically. But that's just Ron, I don't know. Ronda's, Ronda's so tough because like, I, I try to put aside the fact that I'm good if she never comes back. Yes, the run the run was good. It was memorable. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit all over her run, but I don't. I I, I it it was what it's over. Like to me, yeah. I, I could I couldn't care less if I never saw her step through that curtain again. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I cannot blame WWE if they want Becky versus Ronda at a WrestleMania next year yeah. in LA. I, I can't blame them for that. I would too, probably. Next I would year say, is right. in Dallas. It's two years in. Wait, LA. That, next year's Dallas. Get it right. It's the second time you've done it. I've got to call you out. <laughs> All right, I let it go the first time. The second one. <laughs> We do not do inaccuracies on this show, <laughs> damn it. But, I, I'm with you. Like, if, if you're going to bring back Ronda, it's to set up the singles match against Becky. And, and again, I can't blame them if they feels, want that. Yeah, it still feels a little unfinished. Like, if you can do it, I you, you kind of have to do it. Here's the thing. Here's where, to me, the next, like, progression for the division is. We always talk about non-title programs, right? Because they're not really a thing, are they? Like, these, this division is just... Like, if you have to build your own TV, if not, then, like, good luck, I guess. Bailey's found that out. This division yes. is 
we don't know what we're doing, so we're just going to throw this out there tonight. In 10%, we're going to get Natty and Tamina over. (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair. That's very fair. I agree with it. But do you not think if you have Ronda and Becky a timeline on both, is there not something to be said for doing that match as a chance to do a major blockbuster non-title program? Is there a chance that they're actually looking at it and saying, hey, some of these women now need these belts, man. We've been a little bit, you know, we've kept people away. Aria needs a belt. Bianca needs a belt. Ronda and Becky, man, that's that's just money, right? I don't know. That, that kind of went through my mind when I was thinking about it. I'm not sure. What do you think? Yeah, but they, they don't think like that. That's not yeah, how exactly. they're going to look at it. They're like, like they with the tell. men sometimes, right? Sometimes with the guys, like, you know, like, this is a, I'm so old, but this dates me. Here we go. You know, like, they had Brock and Goldberg, right? And it's like, well, We'll do this without the belt, and then we'll give, you know, Eddie and Kurt the belt. And then 14 years later, they said, we'll do the opposite when we do the rematch. With <laughs> Joseph, so maybe you, not. you went back all the way to WrestleMania 20 for They do stuff like that, don't they? they not do, do they? That stuff? Do they? they? Do. Name, give me an actual example. Well, I mean, I've been on what's on this card. I can't, you know, I can't pull these things out of my hat here, but I... I feel like sometimes they'll do the deal where it's like we can have two major matches if we take the belt off of this and give it to the, these other people. You know? Perhaps not. I don't know. None, none of this. I mean, in this case, I guess you could maybe point to like Undertaker and Michaels or something, but like Wait, that was the, still streak versus oh, career. You're talking, you're talking. I just don't I just don't know when they've done this. They always yeah. like to put the title. They needed the title so badly that they wanted to do the double champion at WrestleMania 35. They were so enamored with yeah, but that's guys. with the women. This is what I'm saying. Like, to me, it's like you no, know, this is the women's match we're talking about. Yeah, but I'm saying this would be blockbuster to me if it was the first uh, the first time we had like Ronda and Becky are such big stars. They don't need that shitty belt with a W on it. I'm with you. You know, I, yeah, I'm I just, with you too. I agree. They yeah, just it's tough. This ain't this ain't what they do typically. No, you're you're right. Clearly, I mean, my my example was 2003 and was undone by their own rematch. So, you know, I haven't really got haven't really got much ground to stand on here, Jeremy. I mean, you know, I'd rather you not attack Jack when we lie and make stuff up. We do that generally, you know. I mean, I mean, yeah, you can have like rock. I'm calling out liars today. If I call out Dutch Mantel, I'll call out you guys too. Apparently so, Jack. We gotta watch what you say on here, man. Jeremy's fired up, but look, this point. WrestleMania next year in New Orleans. I mean, I know that's going to be the bit. I'm just going to keep doing different cities next year. Next year, Pensacola. <laughs> okay, so we've covered the big four title matches, I guess, right? And from what I'm told, Rey Mysterio is not on the card, so I have no tag title matches to discuss. Um, what else are we looking at here? As far there's like a collection of singles matches. So you have. Do we want to let's, let's let's dive into? Let me first. Oh no, chats. I'm sorry. Oh no. Uh, Tad predicts says hello, good people. Always. Good at having a UK time zone friendly podcast around. Yeah, three o'clock. You know, we're here every day. It kind of has to be. It has to be for my sake. <laughs> uh, music and Moon Salts, our buddy uh, Chris. Oh. Says, Roman's losing the belt Sunday. There's no other reason to make that a triple threat to have Roman lose without being pinned. So I don't think we touched on this one oh, quite shit. Yeah, the, the Roman about Daniel Bryan edge stuff. Are we like, we're in agreement that Roman's winning, right? No. No. What do you think? I'm, you know what? I'm glad, John. Oh. I, so, uh, that was, that was, I'm going to be honest with you, Jeremy, that was another lie. Uh, I am in agreement that Roman's winning, but I thought for the sake of radio, I would say no. And then we could go to like the break or something and come back, you know. Um, but there are no breaks, so I'll just come up with my reasoning for what I said. I think, look, I think there's a real good chance that they say, who is the ultimate 
send them home happy Goliath, and it's, it's Daniel Bryan. You know, I think there is something to be said for fans are back. The fellow, he can lose the belt on the next Friday. It's Daniel Bryan. He's bulletproof. The people love Daniel Bryan. You know, it would be a good visual to have the fans back doing the yeses. You know that thing they do, the yes thing. And uh, he could tap out the edge. Roman wins it back. And then you do him and Edge as a program, I guess, non-title. Uh, but then again, they don't do big non-title programs. I just learned a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I mean, there's a chance that, look, I think we all agree Roman is on a different level to the rest of the roster in terms of perception, in terms of star power. It feels like this is a chance to make like a truly epic champ. And having someone else get pinned in triple threat is just super lame to me. Like it just is so, it's so run of the mill and he's not run of the mill in any way, shape or form. So I am in agreement, but I like to have fun with it for that, that two minute segment of the show. Carry on. No, see, I, it wasn't a bit with me. I think Edge is, Edge is walking out as champion. Remember when Jack threw out the idea that Edge was going to win the Rumble and then we like fake talked about it for two minutes because we were just, you know, we wanted to appease Jack and his terrible opinions. <laughs> and then Edge won the Royal Rumble. Uh, Edge is no, that, that, then right. remember I remember I predicted the Christian moment. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes. And you was like, this is what you, this is the best thing about that. Okay. You go, you go, you know, because Christian, he did that thing with Randy and he got cleared. And I was thinking, I don't think he was clear, and he wasn't. He assisted. Yeah, he was no, I was wrong about that. Yes, you were wrong, but you were correct about the end game, which is just tremendous. So, what do you think? Why are we even talking about Jeremy? It's just that Jack should give his predictions and win the show, right? Which yeah, we should do. I think that's a happen, honestly. You don't miss on these things. So you're saying the edge is going to win the yeah, world. I think, I, I think edge, especially if he's really playing up this. I'm the rated R superstar again. They're going to really drive that home. And again, again, you, in their minds, they're putting Roman in the position of if Edge does something really silly, you know. Ah, well, Roman, you never beat me for that championship. You know, you you did what you always do and crap like that. Yeah, but do you not think I, that Edge is kind of like – I know you're, you're not watching the TV, but from the outside looking in, it seems like Edge is effectively a heel now. Yes. Yeah. yeah so then it's yeah. like, then what do you do with Roman? It's so That's where it's so weird. Heel yeah. versus heel, Roman and Edge. They don't got crowd – they don't got fans anyway, so – They'll just have they'll just have the piped in booze for both of them. Boy, well, but see, that, see, that's 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 something I, I was kind of hoping. I don't want to sidetrack or anything, but I was kind of hoping. Well, don't sidetrack, chat. We never do that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to get booed? Like, what? What's? What do you think is going to be the most shocking reception? Because it's been over a year without people. Like, is like is Roman Reigns going to get cheered like he's frigging Hulk Hogan, nineteen eighty five, when that music hits? Like, are people going to go bonkers over him? I think it's less likely with Brian and Edge in, because they're both going to have sectors of the audience, right? If he had a weaker, like, just single challenger, I don't know, man. I feel like the crowd's going to go wild for Roman. They're going to cheer like, Roman. Just like, I, and that's what I'm so interested in. Here's my prediction. The crowd's not going to make any noise for Roman Reigns because he's going to have new music and it's going to suck so bad and be so generic that they're just not going to know what to think. That's my prediction. You're not going to get the burn out, burn out. Wait, why does he have no music? Wait, he did say what? No, he said a while. He said a while ago that they have new music for him, and it just never. Uh, Yes, well, he said he admitted that he. I think they debut it. I think they debut it on on Sunday, and the crowd is just going to be confused. Like who who is coming out, and then Roman will come out, and I think he'll be like pretty well received. Honestly, guys, like. I'm I'm kind of tired talking about these these wrestling matches, but you brought up entrances. Have you guys seen 
what they're cooking up for the Fiend Bray Wyatt this Sunday night at the WrestleMania, dude. I, I it's gonna be some, something. It's gonna be I something. Saw, Jack Crosby. I saw something on Twitter. Yeah, so did I. About they compared it to like there was a new WWE SuperCard thing, like a picture of him. Oh, I don't know what this is. This sounds terrible. Yeah, it's like he's, I don't know, he has like a headdress thing on or some shit like that. It, it, but they were like, the new WWE Supercard came out and the Fiend looks like this. So this might be what he looks like on Sunday. I'm like, what? Huh? Okay, look, guys, here's the deal. Um, I've done this before uh, and I need to do it again. I, I know that you're my friends. So you'll respect this. We have about 20 minutes until Rob comes on. I promise I won't tell it the full 20 minutes. I apologize to the audience. Um, it's time for another plea. Uh, I have now put up with the Fiendess Alexa Bliss for eight months. Um, it has stopped me from watching both Raw and SmackDown just by association. Uh, I've halted all discussion of such products other than when I'm forced to out on this show. Um, perhaps my least... <laughs> oh, oh my God. It looks like the dude out of... Um... I mean, I don't even want to... No, I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. Because <laughs> the wrist is the same. It's just a headdress. Wow. Any, anyway, uh, can I Can I just... This is emotional for me. Please, Jerry. Pick pick your spots for that stuff, okay? Okay, look, here's the deal. Uh, I put up with this. I've been a good pro. I've just simply stopped watching and cut myself out of the dialogue, as we call it in the industry. Um, <laughs> this is Phil. This is really... This is a big moment for me. This is a big moment for me, Jeremy. I'm looking at the headdress thing. Okay, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up. All right, up. I'm not asking for a lot. I simply would like the Fiendess Alexa Bliss to kick the Fiend Bray Wyatt directly in the balls and spark some form of villainous faction with my friend and yours, Randall Orton. Okay? In fact, that last part, ignore it. I don't even need that. Just give me the you, ball kick. You think? Did you yes, see? Did you see how Kim Orton yes, reacted on Twitter when Alexa <laughs> straddled his stomach? Do you think Kim's going to let Randy work with Alexa? <laughs> Jack, I am desperate. It's been eight months, man. It is, it's been eight months. No, I'm trying no, my best. Dude, I, I've, 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 it's good stuff, I said. It's good. Hey, let's say for someone, I said. It's over, this shit, Jack. This shit sucks. Real sad, man. It's real. I can't imagine. I don't want to speak about what people get paid, okay? I can't imagine having the resources of the Randall Orton and the Alexa Bliss and being like, yeah, man, like, let's just put on with Bray Wyatt and do a six-month program. Why? What is the need? Oh, man. That thing looks like the Iron Maiden mask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Look at this, Joseph. You're telling me? You are telling me you want to take this away? You want to take this man away from us? No, no, no. He can do what he wants. He can play on his own anywhere. I have no problem with the thing, bro. Actually, he seems like a very, very nice man. I, I bless his heart, okay? He just does not have to incriminate two of the people I actually like on this show. Can he stop doing that? It's been six months now, this thing. Can we stop? <laughs> Me but- and my best friend, Dutch Mantel, booked this entire match out uh, earlier today. So they, they, they do the big fiend entrance. It's going to be great. They're going to have the maggots on the ring, I assume. Look, if they don't do this callback with the maggots on the ring, I'm going to be a little upset. I'm not going to lie. They're just wrestling. Jeremy, they're actually just that having is, a one-on-one match. Yeah. Lock up, headlock, shoot them off, tackle, drop down, over and up, do it again. I, I want to see the fiend hit a drop toe hold. Yeah. 
They're gonna wrestle. Arm drags. Here's 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 my prediction. They're gonna wrestle. They're gonna do. They're gonna have a, a five star classic match. They're gonna end up fighting to the back. They're just gonna disappear. They're gonna get dragged down to the depths of hell. All right. That's oh, just, just tell them to watch the other one. We can't. Jack and I can't put up with this. <laughs> they're going to drag to the depths of hell. The match will continue next month at whatever the pay-per-view. Backlash. It's going to continue. Backlash is just going to open with The Fiend and Orton battling in the depths of hell. And what this does, Joseph, is it gets The Fiend off of television for an entire month. And we're all wondering, where's The Fiend? Where's The Fiend? The creative genius, Bray Wyatt. He has booked a match so long that he's taken himself off of television for a full month, just like he's done these past five months. Listen, my listen, guy, listen. my guy Bray. I, I, I cannot stress this enough, okay? I vividly remember Jack being on our show, and we were sitting here, and we were like, man, Randy Orton has finally fulfilled that potential. You know, like he's finally the guy we thought he could be. He's become a great promo. His work is still there. He still looks like Randy Orton at his best. You know, he's he's – He's, he's just figured it out. He's matured. He's the best heel in the industry. And I just can't believe here we are. Like I, I honestly, I have fun with it on this podcast. I think it's insanity. Like, I think it is borderline criminal to have this level of talent tied up with such obvious silliness. Now, there is an audience for that silliness, and I respect it. And if you enjoy it, big thumbs up. I'm happy for you. But, man. The Rand Lawton, the Alexa Bliss, could you just not leave me out of this? Can I not enjoy myself elsewhere? Can you not could you not walk in and say, hey, I'll take Matt Riddle for this angle? Good job, Bray. Enjoy yourself over there. I'll skip that stuff. No. Two people I like on this shit show. Sorry, I just can't wait. Like we're gonna hit peak. I I my prediction is we're gonna hit peak Bray Wyatt when Dexter Loomis gets on the main roster. Can you just imagine the shit they're gonna come up with? Imagine that. No, I don't want to. No. That's where we're going to hit peak Bray Wyatt when Dexter okay, Lewis this, gets called up. This, this please move on, okay? I think there is one guy that all three of us like a lot that truly, of everyone on the show, most needs a, what we call in the industry, guys, a WrestleMania moment, okay? A certified, one that they can play over and over again because he only had one seven years ago that led to nothing. So I think Cesaro, now in all seriousness, Cesaro needs to hit here, right? I mean, it's a big spot for him. It's a major singles I, match against a guy they see as an established star. Got a hit, man. This match has got to be really good, right? What do we think? I thought you were going somewhere else. I thought you were going Big E. I feel like he needs this win, too. Um, I don't ooh, even want to say that match. I'm going to go to uh, – first, I'm going to open uh, the Super Chat. Open the money in the bank case. reveals a portal to the fun house. I mean, at least I'd explain how they get to the fun house. <laughs> Cesaro or – No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. But then how would they have got to it before the money in the bank briefcase? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. At least the money in the bank briefcase is an explanation. <laughs> Doesn't that make it more good? Okay. I love the idea of Bray being like, I need the briefcase to get back. Yeah. And Alexa's like, how did we, how did we get there before? He's like, I don't know, man. Just there we go. My man, my man, Luis has got it right here. Scarlet and Cross against Bray and Alexa. There you go, Joseph. There you go. You want him to involve people you don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> No. No, 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 no. See, I'm the I'm I'm, I'm the you're, wrong guy. You're yeah, you're pro. I'm, I'm the I'm the wrong guy to bring I'm the wrong guy to bring up cross to because I I believe like you you talked before the 2002 Brock run. In my eyes, Cross should be getting it. I think Cross and Scarlet are too good of an act to be sitting there down in Paul's vanity fed 
I do you think they're a good act, though? Are they, yeah, I do. do I, do, I, do. I enjoy it. I, I, I know a lot. I know that's unpopular. I enjoy Cross and Scarlet. Can you a lot. explain it to me? Because I watch NXT. And Cross Jack doesn't like, watch NXT. That's I watch it. <laughs> you like the idea of it more than what they do. I think, I, but we, actually, yeah, I like the idea of it more than the execution because I think yeah. I've seen lately, like since he got back from injury, they have him talking more on the mic. No, bullshit. Keep that microphone out of his head. And, and Killer Cross isn't by any means a horrible talker. Right. He's not. But still, you have Scarlet there that can do what she does and look like she does. Scarlet's doing and She's the only one who does the talking. She shouldn't be a magician, though. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, she shouldn't be a magician. And then Cross is doing <laughs> MMA hybrid wrestling. <laughs> I love, dude, I love Jack. She's like conceding. She shouldn't be a magician, obviously. That's, that's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> no, it's dumb as shit. Like, you, you could you literally just take Cross as this monster dude who just murders people. Sure. And Cross is just this beautiful, this beautiful woman that, you know, controls him. That's good. Can we talk about Cesaro? Can we please just talk about Cesaro? I'll be trying for, I'll be trying for 15 minutes. Can we just talk about Cesaro? Are we confident? Is he going to hit this thing out of the park? I'm yeah. hopeful, but I'm a little bit concerned about the matchup and the time and all that stuff. What do we think, guys? Are we confident? Yeah, because admittedly, I didn't even think about what you guys said. This is a great spot to heat him up for a feud with Roman. Uh, assuming Roman holds the title. This is a great spot to put Cesaro over Seth, an established guy, established top guy, and then then you feel a little more comfortable pushing Cesaro into a program with Roman. Yeah, I agree. I just... See, here's the thing with the Cesaro. What I'm about to say is going to make it sound like I do not love him, but I do adore him. I have seen so much of him that I'm about to say what I say with confidence. He can be a guy who is so physically perfect. His best stuff often comes when the other guy can kind of make up the emotion of the deal. Does that make sense? Like, he's the guy who can kind of – he can do everything physically. Yes. But if you, if you pair him with a guy who really has the people's heart, then he can just go. Say a, – right. a, a good example, I think, of what you're saying is say they do pair him in Roman and say they yes. make a decision to, hey, Cesaro's going to be the one to go – he's going to be the guy to beat Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Roman would do great of selling that of like, oh, shit. I can't get yes. past this guy. I finally yes. hit the brick wall. And you tell Cesaro, do what you do, and Roman will be the guy to sell your moment mm-hmm. for you. Right. And there's like there's a famous match he had on a Raw with Brian. You know when Brian was really surging as like the anti-corporate guy? Yeah. And it's like Cesaro is incredible in that match, but the reason it works is the audience cares about Brian. My concern with this match is I don't, if Seth is not bad, I'm not going to do that deal. He's Good. He's a good professional wrestler and he's talented. The two things I would say he struggles at are I don't think he's a particularly good at motor and I do not think he's great at match structure. He's going to be the heel in this match, okay? And I know how they lay these matches out. That includes a six-minute heat segment where he's talking to the Cesaro and saying, you know, go back and team with Chris Hero and shit like that, okay? I have concerns. If this is 10 minutes of them doing moves, it'll be fine. If they try for an epic, if they try for a talky-talky classic... I get somewhat scared. But this is maybe me looking into it too much. I don't know, guys. Help me out. The problem with Seth is Seth Seth is a Seth has a heel. How do I say this? Like he sucks. in ring in no in <laughs> ring. In ring, Seth Rollins is a baby face wrestler. Yes. Like perform Seth is a baby. We knew this back when the shield was still together. Because yes. remember we were the one like the crowd would pop the most when Seth would go off and just start taking people out. 
that's when the people would lose their shit for the shield. It wasn't it wasn't Moxley, it wasn't Roman, it was when Seth would get tagged in or and do yes. his crazy shit, start taking everyone out. But he just like the way he comes off, he's a hit. Pers- like personality is a heel. Like he's like he's this weird hybrid of the two that just can never seem to click. Now, I have a term for this, Jack, you'll like this. This is what we officially call the Dolph Ziggler syndrome. Okay. <laughs> in ring baby face, great. As soon as you have to do any kind of personality stuff with them, they're here immediately. Yeah. It, 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 exactly. It's, it's so strange. And he's fine as like a bumping heel who's just feeding Cesaro shit, but he's not going to be that here. He's going to like lead the match. Like two and it years really ago, concerns me. I don't know. Two years ago at 35, when he beat Brock in the opener, I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed that match a lot, and I enjoyed Seth's win. I thought that was awesome. Like that—that's, but that's what Seth's good at. But yeah, that's because you're right. It's a concern whether or not he can, as a heel, bring out that emotion to get Cesaro over to the next level. And to your point, like because it is easy, I dunk on Seth a lot because he's just not someone I care about. But like that Brock match, and then that rematch they had at SummerSlam, man. Yeah, Seth got over huge in that match. He was—he was incredible. And it's like, at some point, as much as I like poking fun, you do just wonder if the poor guys, you know, <laughs> they've lost it in the details so much of a guy like that, that he now feels to me like a gatekeeper. Like, I don't know about you guys, I'll speak for myself. I have no interest in any brand being built around Seth Rollins, Hill or Babyface ever again. I'm done with it. I've moved on. That's a bummer, but it's where I'm at. What do you think? I don't know. I don't like that you're talking down about the Messiah, that you do not embrace the vision. Wait, he's not Seth doing Rollins. that gimmick anymore, is he? I don't know what gimmick he's doing. I don't. Well, thank God they gave his music back for starters. Yeah, but that his music doesn't – he's got his baby face music, and he's still doing – okay, okay, here's my – I've argued with people about this, okay? <laughs> that is not his baby face music. It is his oh, baby face music. Is, no, no, no. That is the music that was given to him when he turned on the shield. So that technically, but they added is his, the burn is his heel music. But they added the burn it down right, thing look. when he was a baby face. No, Joseph, we're having no. this Seth Rollins. I have a bigger question. Discussion. I have a bigger question with Jack. Why do you have arguments about this and who we have? <laughs> oh God, it was, it, was, it was somewhat at work. I was like, good. Get, 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 was, it that, that, was it fucking? I, I think it was. I think I think it was Brent. Oh, that's it's like this music. So thank God because that other music was horseshit, man. Yeah. It was the Bailey music. Yeah, I just want to stress to the people that watch this, and they should know it because Jack's been on many times. Jack, when he says it at work, he's working within this landscape. He's not like in just an office being like Seth's music, huh? That's oh, it. Really <laughs> people think that Jack's working like a, like a nice office job where he enters data numbers and stuff, and he's got. <laughs> And Rick's asking, what do you think of Seth Rollins' music? I can't fucking believe they got the burn it down music back. That's what I like to do. <laughs> okay, okay, look. I what, think... what else is on this card? I feel we're missing a lot here. What's on this? Thing? I mean, I mean, you can give Cesaro or Big E a win. Who needs the win? Oh, Cesaro. Cesaro. Because Big E, Big e losing the IC title is shades of the old Warrior losing the IC title at WrestleMania yeah, 5, Jeremy. You know? It's, it's so... <laughs> I had I, my 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 uh my relationship here at WrestleMania with Big E is weird because I don't give a shit about his match with at Apollo Cruz. I don't I don't I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about Big E as Intercontinental Champion. I will give a shit when Big E is put in his rightful spot of being a world champion. 
Yeah, man. He's I loved. I yeah, loved. I loved when they brought the trip. When he won that Intercontinental title, they played it off as finally. I'm like, bitch. I watched Biggie win an Intercontinental Championship like seven years ago. Shut yeah, up. Yes. This is yeah. not any huge milestone. Be quiet. Well, I agree. He, get him where he needs to be. He's a top guy, man. I yeah. listen. I know it's all circumstance. I just can't imagine having Big E and Drew in front of me and be like, "Yeah, Drew's the guy." Big E, you go do some IC shit over there. I don't. <laughs> I don't know the deal. Like Big E is to me. I mean, we spoke about this before, but he's so obviously the guy to beat Roman. You know, like he just feels like the most obvious fit. Not, I don't know. Not not sure about that. I still in my heart of hearts, and I don't know what's going on personally. And I'm not, I'm not going to speculate or make a joke because something's obviously going on. To me, I, I was leaning Biggie being the guy to beat Roman. I I really want Keith Lee to be the guy mm-hmm. to do that because I think that that story is phenomenal from that Survivor Series spot two years ago where Roman yeah. kind of gave him the fist pump and. Having Keith be able to say, like, you know, in you know yourself, I have the proof that you know I can do this. You know I can kick oh, your ass. Oh shit. He's got and, narrative on this. This is good shit, man. I know again, you, you can't trust WWE to do that, but just that fist bump is like he, he could tell Roman, dude, you told you you that was you yeah. telling me I can do this. And you know it in your heart that I can beat oh. you. It's good stuff, man. I again the the, the most important part is like they just we just hope Keith's like back soon, right? Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't understand what's going on with the guy. I, and I again, it's, it seems personal. Yeah, right. he's supposed to be on the watch along. Uh, I think the watch along or the bump. He's he's on some uh, yeah. social media gimmick uh, this week for them. Uh, Bud Ryan says for Joe on Sunday, Alexa will come <laughs> out floating to the ring in an elaborate way, cut the seven shoot promo on the powers <laughs> yeah, that well, be, go back to Alexa. Hey, that's, I, that's the deal. I swear, if she does that at any point, it could be the Raw after Mania, anything. I will cancel. I will cancel AEW Plus, Impact Plus, Honor Club, IWTV, whatever I have. Alexa just starts wiping the makeup off in front of the camera going, this shit. She was like, she's like, I had to watch Lacey Evans, the top here with this shit, man. Lacey Evans, my God. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be tremendous. It's not going to happen, though. This is it now, guys. This is forever. I hope you realize that. But nonetheless. What, what, what about the bad bunny, man? I want to talk about the, the bad, bad bunny, man. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I will, I will personally fight anyone who talks shit. I watched that promo from Ron Monday. Yeah. Number one, it's all, it's sad. How you can bring in a guy who's getting shit on by people because Ooh, the music guy. He grabs the microphone and cuts a better promo than ninety percent of the people sitting back there going, "Why can't I get a chance?" It's like, well, because yeah. the biggest pop star on the planet just took the microphone and cut a better promo than you ever have. Oh man! Do you see what this yeah. guy did? It's tough. It's real tough. <laughs> no, no, it's brutal. <laughs> I don't. The way he just the way he articulated the the the, the you're gonna respect me and I'm going to oh, whoop your ass. I was like that that I and trust me, I swear to God, I'm not joking. This is not a bit like that. Sucked me in when I was watching him say that. I was like, because oh, it was a promo. Yeah, it was actually okay. promo. All right. Yeah. And then when he spoke in the Spanish, like that just made it seem like oh, like it was one of those you don't know what he's saying, but it's like oh, he seems <laughs> he's serious now. He seems yeah. pissed off. This guy seems well, really pissed. I do think it's worth complimenting. Like, I think using him to shine a light on Damien Priest is genuinely yeah. clever shit. Like, I think that's no. been really good. And every what I've seen me. of it, 
I've really liked. So that's good stuff. It scares me because, unfortunately, whether it be after WrestleMania, although it's like the the guy legitimately loves this bad bunny, but you know, eventually he's going to be gone. So then we just have to hope and pray that (laughs) they don't just take Priest because Priest is a type like he's a guy that has the makings of someone you could put at the top. Mm-hmm. That's a guy you can build to be a world champion. He's got the look. He's got the persona. He has the attitude. You can do something with him. Just, I hope they have the wherewithal that when Bad Bunny's gone, they know what to do with Priest. That's the biggest thing, because otherwise, it's just been a relative waste of time. I mean, it's fun, but Priest is the thing you can gain from this beyond just, like, social media clicks and stuff. Yeah. But we'll see. I know that Jeremy's ready to bring someone in, so we'll, you know. Joseph, you keep – last week I delivered, did I not? You did deliver, yeah. I did deliver been, a live Robert the room slightly, O'Neal. but, you know, you got me Jack Crosby, which is what I really wanted, so that's fine. Exactly. I got you Jack Crosby, and I, I gave you a live Robert O'Neill. Maybe it wasn't the corner three you were expecting, but I like how Jack just shows off his Britt Baker shirt. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the corner three you were expecting, but, like, I gave you Robert O'Neill, right? You did, you did. He's back. He's back again. Back again this week. Robert O'Neill is here. (laughs) What's up, guys? It is WrestleMania best on, it appears. There he is. Big shot, Bob. How you doing, my friend? I'm just going to do wrestling show. Jack, I like your shirt. I know. Isn't it cool? Thanks, Bob. Such a genuine, such a genuine thank you. Oh, my God. (laughs) I felt that. Yeah, it's good. What are you talking about? Are you previewing WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, man. I gotta, uh, I gotta cover the stuff you guys haven't covered yet. It's a long three minutes. You go ahead, Ian. The women's women's tag team division. Yeah, Lana getting her crowning moment finally. Um, Don't spoil! Don't spoil your your preview here. (laughs) We we somehow we somehow booked Hulk Hogan beating Roman Reigns in the main event after Brian does the Bret Hart go get him, go get him. <laughs> and because Hogan's going to take the title from Roman because he was not happy with what Roman said on the Yokozuna documentary about how, oh, here he comes. Holy yeah. shit, I just did that in my head. I mean, that was tremendous. they probably shouldn't do that, but, you know. <laughs> probably shouldn't, yeah, I agree. Probably shouldn't. <laughs> All right, everybody. Robert O'Neill's here. He's got his corner three. Here we go. Let's play it. History title. All right, O'Neill. Your time starts now. All right, man. Yeah, so uh, WrestleMania, you know, the women's tag match with the tag team. That has been Robert O'Neill's. History title. History title. Look, man, I... There was a time in my life before Jack Crosby was sitting across from me in a Britt Baker shirt, right? I got mad. I started slamming my fist. Dude, I'm, I'm, I just think that's perfect use of Bob. You know, he comes on, he shows off his wrestling shirt. And here's the thing, too. Like, I was speaking to Sean. The deal that he's, like, in place now after all that I've done for him, he doesn't ever need to talk on his thing. He gets paid regardless, Jack. We've got him a guaranteed deal, WCW late 90s style. So I don't even okay. get that. Yeah, exactly. Don't cry for Bob O'Neill is my no. point. That needs to be a T-shirt. We Don't cry for Bob O'Neill. Dry. Distraction's going to go go out of business with all we're paying O'Neill. It's horrible. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. Don't, don't worry, guys. Like, look, as long as he can he can feed his family, got mouths to feed as a wrestling analyst, I understand that. But it, we've got him covered. Now, he's still at WrestleMania again. Is there a match we actually haven't hit other than the women's tags? Because we have nothing to say about that, let's be honest. Uh, Kevin and, and Sammy. Oh, that's a, Jack, that feels like that's right up your street. You fired up? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm happy for them. I, I, I yeah, I, I know. I said, and I'm going to sound selfish here. My dream for Kevin and Sammy at WrestleMania one on one was always Kevin Owens world champion. Sammy beating him. Doesn't need the belt, Jack. That's uh, what Joseph told me. Doesn't need the belt. Well, with, 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 with where those two are in their respective WWE main roster careers, yeah, it would. It would need that, the belt. That one, yeah. that one, that one would. And Kevin, Kevin heel champion, Sammy baby face, and then just like the, the whole lead up to that story, especially for people who have followed them their entire careers, you know, pre-WWE, everything, it'd be like, wow. And these two finally got there. Now, as someone who also covers by, like I – Get this Paul guy out of here. Look, that Get, guy agree. For you to rep Paul Heyman, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> no, get this Logan Paul guy out of here, man. Yeah, they need like, the Chris yeah. Paul. Bring in Chris Paul for this. <laughs> that would that's who should be there. Bring it. I don't care. Replace Logan Paul with Chris Paul and the freaking yeah. State Farm and the State Farm guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But I, no, I, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm happy that I was happy when those two got the moment in Dallas in the in the ladder match. Mm-hmm. And I'm happier for them now that they're getting. It's just I always thought my I am disappointed because I always thought in my head that there would be a better build, there'd be yeah. better storytelling, and again, a title, the world title involved, whether Universal or WWE, like, and Sammy as a babyface, Kevin as a heel, like that to me, that paints the perfect picture of how you should give them their first one on one match. But, but still, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm happy for them. And it's probably going to be a great match because that's all those two know how to do with each other. Mm-hmm. I think so. it's really it's really clear when you go for these matches. And there's one, there's an elephant in the room we haven't got to, which, you know, we should probably do. But I'll, I'll leave that for a moment. This is a good show, man. A good set of shows. Like These matches, I will be stunned if the in-ring on this weekend's WrestleMania is bad. In fact, I'll be stunned if it's anything short of great because you have a crowd, you have some of the best talent ever. This is going to be a really good show. Yeah. The question is, can the booking get out of its own way? That's the biggest issue. But the other thing is, will we leave Sunday night saying, man, I'm fired up for Monday? Because I will say, as someone that watches the pay-per-views, a real problem for them has become the pay-per-views are good because the talent gets to wrestle. But there's very seldom a hook of like, what's next? It's like, oh, it was good three hours of wrestling. Cool. It feels like I need to change that here to me. But looking at the matches we've gone through, like, none of these sound bad, right? No. I mean, they all sound like good wrestling matches, if nothing else. I don't know. It's, it's hard to be negative for me. I will, me. I, will, I will give WWE credit on this. When I did look up the card, like this, the, both cards yeah. look great. This, is, this looks like, on paper, a great WrestleMania show. And it should be, you know, given the circumstances. If this doesn't deliver, I'd be shocked. I agree, there, but there is an elephant in the room which I'll now tackle. Um, this shame that man shit has got like oh, it's got in. No, why? why could... you, like, I was no, just going to ignore it. I was just going to no because it's it. serious. It's a real problem, Jeremy, and I've had enough of it. Okay, they are, they actually think this guy is like a big star. It's it's really embarrassing. Wait, are you saying? Wait, 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 wait. Are you trying to say Shane McMahon's not a big yes. star? Yes, Jack, I'm trying to say that. I don't want to be here anymore. I have a, I have an update on my cameo research. I'd love if Jack <laughs> didn't return based on Shane McMahon. Um, I have not checked this since yesterday, but I believe at last report, uh, Shane O'Mac had sold three of his 15 cameos, uh, which in my mind captures everything you need to know. Not a cameo draw. He's bad at wrestling. Um, now, look, seriously, this is 
This is a catastrophe. My first, this- my first uh, when I saw this match was they couldn't find anything better for Shane. Oh come on now! <laughs> because Braun, he does the he has a he has like a choo choo noise now. Have you seen it? Look, man. He go. He goes, oh. Oh. <laughs> that oh but look man like the undertaker streak is gone so all we're left with every wrestlemania in a non-world title capacity to look forward to is what is shane mcmahon gonna do because look he put on a great old probably probably one of the greatest if not the greatest no second probably to brett nolan greatest no, no, opening no. match in wrestlemania history with aj but then again that's aj so no, we have to stop still- flag on the plate babyface shane mcmahon somewhat fun as dipshit that does dumb stuff okay <laughs> He'll shame at man that just cuts babyface dicks off. Awful wrestler, the worst thing that ever happened. This I, man murdered The Miz. People talk about The Miz being a bad babyface. Well, I promise you, he was doing fine. They told this fun story of him trying to make his dad proud. It was fine. Shane eviscerated this man. He beat him like three times in a row, just killed him. Also, he could put over Kevin Owens, who did not need to be put over by Shane McMahon. It's over. Jack, I appreciate you bringing some comedy to this program. None of us need it. Please get rid. Can we all move on from the sweat? No, I, I, will all, I will I always be in on Shane. We were, I was trying to avoid this, Joseph. This is what I was trying to avoid. Okay. You brought it up. I Controversy creates cash. You brought you it go. up. I do have a big topic to discuss, though, because it closes out. We normally go like hour and ten these days, but Jack's a big guest. We can get an hour and a half. Oh, right? we're, we're, gonna... fine. we're good. We're not going to get thrown off the edge. I'm work on ratings here in like five minutes. Well, you can do that because Jack and I normally just make stuff up and lie. You can just come in and say that was wrong. Wait, wait Jeremy, what, Jeremy, what were the numbers? <laughs> the numbers aren't out yet, but when they oh. are, we, we will talk about it. Uh, well, that, go ahead, do that. Replace Logan Paul with Paul Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Um, that transitions to my point, actually. Okay. AW, one week ago, excellent show, disappointing number. Mm-hmm. Last night's show seems to have really concerned people. There seems to be alarm bells are ringing. Emergency buttons being pushed. Uh, what, Jack, where are you at on this? I know what they're doing here. I, I said it took me till this morning. I figured out what they're doing. <laughs> okay, they're putting the, the whole elite thing back to slowly put together until they get to Hangman Page. Yes, and they tell right. Page, "Come on, we're all." And he goes, "No, I'm not doing it." And yeah. then we get because what and again we talk about it all the time. Wrestling, it's okay. When wrestling storylines are obvious sometimes. And to me, it's yes. obvious that Hangman Page is the one that's going to beat Kenny Omega. Agree. It's yep. obvious, but it's cool, and we're looking forward to it. We're like, we're, we're along for the ride. So they're putting the Bucks and Kenny and Cody might even join the bet. Like, they're going to put all of them back together, and then they're going to get to Hangman and go, hey, come on, man. He's going to go, mm, no, not doing it. I agree. But that was, look, I, I, I love AEW. I could do with less of the young bucks. We need to all base. So, firstly, wait, I wait, do want to wait, wait. You ready? You ready yeah. for these numbers? NXT Everybody? must have won last night. I feel they had. What, to do, what do you? What do you think? Uh, the NXT did. AEW did six seventy. I, I would agree, and I'd say NXT's in the seven, probably seven fifty. I'd guess that'd be my big guess. Hot NXT, top. I'm going to say eight fifty. Whoa! A- AEW six eighty eight. NXT 768. Jesus Christ! It was a. It was, you could tell the buzz was different. Look, I'm not. Look, people, I'm not shitting on WWE. That's a bad number for Takeover. NXT has won the war. They won the marathon. That's they a, didn't have. No, I'll joke it a bit aside. That's you know? that's a bad 
That's a bad number. They split for... numbers between the cock. I watched on the cock, so I took away from Yeah, it's true. And also, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two big, you know, the big was... match, your favorite is the Karrion Cross is on tonight, and Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly is tonight. So it's, it's... Yeah, that's the big match, too. Like, but, I think Cole and O'Reilly is the, the big selling point here. I don't even know. Nonetheless, bullshit. You mentioned the Young Bucks. I have a little bit of a, not a rant. I'm a calm guy, but I, I have noticed this. Um, Everyone knows that I am uh, part of the Bullet Club officially. So is Jack. We've toured Japan many a time. Yeah. Um, I have to say I am disgusted, uh, ashamed to see the Young Bucks uh, loyalists for inexplicably blaming our friends, the Good Brothers, for this angle being bad. Listen, guys, this is so obviously the Young Bucks book in this thing. <laughs> the Good Brothers just got, they're just in the thing. There's nothing to do with them. This is not good. Matt is the one staring at his hands. He's the one with the tanner coming out of the eye. Okay, right. it's not anyone's fault with theirs. They love this shit. I don't. That's just me. I don't. I. I it's, it's crazy to think about. I mean, Kenny. Kenny's doing a great job right now. I love what Kenny's doing. Mm-hmm. I love this heel iteration of Kenny. But like the Bucks and even Cody. So it, it's great. Like these guys created this company. These superstar wrestlers created this with the help of Tony Khan. They they put this all together. Yet most of the time. And they need to realize this isn't a bad thing necessarily. I want to see everyone else but them. Yeah, it's a problem. Like, I don't want to see them. Like, thank you for doing this, but I don't want to see you. I I want to see Hangman. I want to see Wardlow. I want to see MJF. Like, I don't want to see you guys. Like, thank you for doing this, but step aside a little bit. Let's go one by one, okay? I think Cody has, like, a real issue right now. Like, I think... Cody needs to start working with guys that lead him rather than the other way around because he's got some bad instincts, you know? Like, he's he has a good wrestling mind, you can tell when he's on, but, like, he just needs guys to, like, force him to work to strengths. Honest to and, God, probably the last guy he worked the last guy he worked with that led, led the charge in the match was probably Brody. Yeah. yeah. That was his last good shit. Too. Not, not, the, not the squash. Not the squash, the, the dog collar match. Dog collar, yeah. If you watch that back, Brody was leading the charge on that. No, I agree. I, yeah, that's a bummer. But uh, I think you're right. Cody's got a lot of issues. That you know, I think he's increasingly feels like an irritant on his own show, which is annoying. It's so tough though, because you, you know what? It, like, yes, he is. But at the yeah. same time, like if TNT was coming to me, if Warner Media was coming to me and saying we want to give you and your wife your own show on TNT, hey, we got this game show. Can you be a host? I probably right. wouldn't stop what I'm doing. Yeah, no, it's, look, it's, it is what it you is. I mean, mean I, I think I definitely think too. There's a chance that we're the minority when we say we don't want the elite guys. I think there's a chance that their core audience is like more. You know, give me another six man. Yeah. I mean, the Bucks. You'll never hear me be overly critical of the Bucks in ring because I think they're a great team. I really do think people nit, like nitpick a lot of their work. You know, I think they're a great team. Nothing, nothing but respect for that part of it. They're not good TV characters, man. They're just not. And they way overcomplicate their own stories in a medium that just <laughs> there is no need. They do it with FTR. It's the makes, same shit, make, right? Makes you so, makes you want makes you wonder, really wonder what would have happened if the Bucks signed with WWE. Bad bad stuff would have happened, Jack. I think we really, both know that. Really makes sure. I think Kenny would have been fine. Yeah, I think Kenny showing us he would have been fine to adapt to whatever they wanted. Yeah, I did. I don't think the Bucks would have made it. Yeah, I don't disagree. I just it's amazing to me to see people doing this deal where it's like they think if the good brothers go back to impact and Don Callis is gone, this stuff is good. And it's like, no, the problem is they're the ones telling the story, the bucks. And they have this opinion 
on this belief that they've got these really layered, detailed characters. None of us need it, man. Just be arrogant dicks and super kick people. Like, that's what you're best at, you know? Yeah, I didn't need that whole, like, Matt Jackson doing the, like, the looking oh. at the hands thing. Why, why is this happening to me? What are yeah. It was so damn. I, I don't need that shit. Yeah. That's it. it that's why so... they would have been great in NXT. Well, how they should have just done last night was <laughs> at some point, like, have the match and have 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 somehow a point where Moxley's on the apron and the two bucks are in the ring and they just turn around and kick him in the face. Yeah. And then you know what? What the hell just happened here? And the Bucks just go, ha ha, fool just. Yeah, I agree. I I must admit, I do I do feel some sometimes with AEW, it's like they don't get enough criticism. And then there's other times where, and we all do this, we like react to individual episodes, right? And like swing violently. Whereas with Raw and SmackDown, because they're the status quo, it's like, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> when AEW's fine, it's like, well, is it all over? So I do, I get that we're probably being silly, but. I must admit, there are times where I watch the show and I'm like, this thing is a mess. And sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad. There are times where they're doing 101 things and it clicks for me. Then there are times like last night where it's like, you could just like split this amount of stories and tell them better. You know? Like Team Taz are doing like 30 second vignettes every week. They had 74 people on the show last night. That's a lot, man. So that's an awful lot, especially when you're going to give every match time. That's the other problem. Guys, we knew this was going to happen. We've talked on this show before. We knew this was going to happen to them. And another reason why we explained to people, look, they cannot sign every WWE cast off. They they just can't do it. Yeah, It's impossible. I think there's a lot of delusion as to how big their roster is. I think people don't get it yet. They've got like 80 people, guys. It's it's insane. More than that. Yeah. It's, it's, It's kind of dizzying, to be honest. It is and a then, little bit problematic. And then and then there's like then there's then they put themselves in tough spots where when a guy like Andrade becomes available, like he's one of the guys on the list of we gotta give him whatever he wants. We have to get this guy. So then you bring him in and then then you have to figure out, okay, well, what do we do with this guy? Let's try out, we've got like ten minutes here. This as best we can, let's try to streamline what we think AEW should strive to be as we move into the summer. And it's like, you know, are we looking at, by the time All Out comes, if we assume that's where Hangman's winning the belt, right? Because that would make sense. That would be assume, yeah. two, years, two years, I guess, from, yeah, exactly. Okay, where else would we like this product to be? Would we like to see less factions where the pinnacles stand out more? Would we like to see a Ricky Starks coming through as a singles? Where do we see Mox and Eddie at? Are they a full-time team at that point? Like, what are we, I don't know. Jack, what are you feeling? Any, anything stands out? See, I'm okay with the factions for now because I agree with the group of people that says it gets people on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then eventually you have to break them apart. And so far it seems like it's like they're kind of recycling the factions in a good way because I like that, you know, at least you turn the inner circle baby face, but then you created a new heel faction in the process. So you kind of balance that. You balance that out a little bit. And I do. I like because we said one of our main things about WWE is look at these 80 people sitting in catering. So exactly. at least AEW with these factions is making a point to be like, look, we're going to try our best to get these people mm-hmm. on TV every week. And they keep talking about this second TNT show because even Cody says, like, there's one more coming. I don't know what it is, but so there's one more. Maybe that's something. But no, it, like, like you said, you have to focus on your priorities. The priority for the summer should be making sure Hangman Page just continues to become a big star. Yeah. If that's your guy, then make sure he's a big star. 
a little more focus, a little better focus on the women, especially like Ty, Ty Conti's awesome. Mm. God, she rules. Dude, that match was like so much better than I expected last night. I could, I honestly couldn't believe that it was. It was like not just like no, it was fine. It was an actually good, a tremendous TV match. I was like, amazed I, by how good it was. And, and when you watch a TV show, you also want your storylines. Like yes. AEW, like, they, like when they put the women, like they just had that tournament, which I, I'm okay with. Like it's like, yeah. all right, here's a tournament. The winner of the tournament earns a title shot. All right, get it. But then same time, I'd like to see Sheeta in some kind of story. And no, not just Abaddon creeping around her for a couple weeks right. and then Sheeta yeah. just beats her. Like I want to see something like personal. Yeah, like a narrative, a conflict, something you can sink your teeth into. Because well, it's crazy because – I, we, I love Hikaru Shida. I think she's a great champion for that company. I really do. But she's always a happy-go-lucky. I want to see someone just piss her off. Because mm. she even has that violent style. I want to see someone just get her angry. Like, really get personal with her. So, one of the things that's really interesting at that point is, I have found that they're most comfortable telling stories. And this is not an insult. I think it's logical. But they're most comfortable telling stories that are like rooted in some history before AEW existed, right? So, like, even yeah. if you go away from the elite, the whole Eddie and Mox thing is like, yeah, man, these guys know each other for 15 years. I think they've really struggled to tell stories with the women where it's effectively a clean slate across the board. Like, yeah. the most they did, I remember when Serena wrestled Tyconti, it was like, PC, right? They trained each other. She trained her once. And it was like, oh, I don't know. It's. It is a problem. I agree. If you said someone, what's the great story in the woman's because they're, they're, you'd be struggling. It's tough because there's a large imbalance there. Because on the same show, you're telling us this friggin' bullet club story <laughs> yeah. that has how many layers we can't even count. <laughs> yes, and then you have your point about the women there. Yeah, it's it's like a clean slate. She's like, here are these women that are good. They are, and most of them are objectively good. My <laughs> hands. There you go. Also, yeah. also, real quick. It, look, AEW, I, I, I've usually, for, for the most part, I mean, they, they've gotten better. I have a problem with their theme music, but they've, they've, got, they've gotten better. <laughs> that bootleg Bullet Club song that they play. Tough. That's real tough. When yeah. Kenny and the Good Brothers come out together, that needs yeah. to stop. Yeah. That needs to stop immediately. That so thing we think sucks. That, you know your, your idea, and I actually agree with you, the idea that, like, by making the elite a thing again, it kind of reaffirms Hangman as the hero of the story, right? Like, he wasn't the problem. These guys are just dicks. I like that. I then do wonder, like, what you're actually, what story, like, is Mo- are Mox and Eddie beating the Bucks? What do you do with the Good Brothers? They're the second team in their own fact. Like, I have no clue what this looks like. Well, how long? So. Well, I saw somebody say, I, I forget who, I saw, I saw a tweet on Twitter that said, Tony Khan, the only reason Tony Khan partnered with Impact was to get the Good Brothers on his show. Yes. And I'm starting to think. <laughs> It's true. No, it's true. That might have been the that might have been the play here. We've we've been we've been saying this like the, that Rich Swan match is coming up. They're running out of time to get Rich Swan on that television show. And if like if Impact doesn't get Swan on that show, it feels like this whole thing was a miss. They got played. Yeah, maybe they get more down the line, but like it feels like this whole thing is a miss. Like for you, Impact. you don't it, even it, try it. You don't even try to have Deanna come and confront Sheeta. See, but here's, this is the thing. Shit like that. Like, this isn't I've, enough. I've said this before and people think I'm joking, but I'm, I honestly mean it. I think there is a serious disconnect between like, the people we talk to online about wrestling and the people that are watching this show. 
and like those in the industry how they perceive the Good Brothers. Like, I, I genuinely think Tony Khan's like, sweet man, we've got the Good Brothers in TV main events. Now for Impact, I, I don't know what they've gained because really, if you like the Good Brothers, you can just watch them on AEW every single week. So you have no reason to watch their show. Um, they are on Dynamite every week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Every single week. So like tonight, they're doing a six man with Kenny and it's like, I just and watched the, him do a six man. <laughs> and then the, the, the thing with, yeah, the thing with, and then the thing with Kenny on Impact is they could tape those all in advance. Like Impact, like, like the Good Brothers, most of the time, they're showing up to Dynamite, they're live. Yes. Yeah. Kenny could be around, <laughs> Kenny could be around Impact. And they yeah. could be like, all right, let's shoot this for this week, this for next week, confront Swan here. And then Kenny just goes home. See, this is the big, I've said this before, but I really mean it. Like, the big key is this Swan and Omega match, what pay-per-view number it does. If it beats their, their post-spike record, okay, fair enough. You got that out of it. If not, seems like you're just sharing Gallows and Anderson to me. <laughs> Are they going to put that impact title on Kenny? I mean, yeah. it's title versus title, right? So they have to. Yeah. Rich ain't winning the AEW This is why I don't understand why Swan isn't on AEW television because theoretically... Swan could be AEW champion. But it is important to note, though, we have got to remember here, this is this is Don Callis. He's like, pitch. He's very proud of this himself. So, like, what he's seen, is he just such a fan and friend of Kenny that he's like, hell yeah, Kenny's a better world champ for us than our own talent. Maybe, man. Fuck, I don't no, know. Didn't, if, you're, if, if you're Tony Khan looking at this and you're agreeing to this, like, wouldn't you want to – because Tony Khan – by all accounts likes to, you know, do these details and Easter eggs and everything and likes to not treat fans as idiots. Like, wouldn't you want Swan there and be like, Hey, this guy could be our world champion. No, fine. No, I think, I think he sees it as sweet. we got them good brother six man tags. Like, that's, I don't think he cares yeah, at all about Rich Swan. I don't think he does either, but like, I think that's disingenuous to the fans. Right. But, who, but here's the problem. I think Rich Swan is a tremendous professional wrestler. We are talking about like a tiny audience that cares about Rich Swan as a top guy. Are we not? I mean, like, we, like, we have to be honest. But I this. think Rich, I sure. think Rich Rich Swan is a fantastic wrestler. I think I've said it on the show. I do not think he's a world champion. Like this stuff right. with Kenny is just not believable to me at all. Kenny's world not, champion. Swan's I, not. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I, I'm with you. To, in an ideal world, you represent him as an equal. But like, if you don't even have to represent him, him, you don't even have to represent him as equal. That's fine if you think like Kenny's going to win and stuff. Like. If I'm, if you know, we're gonna praise AEW for all their consistency and all their little stories and all their little threads and stuff. Like you've got to knock them for being like, hey, this guy could be our world champion. We're not even pretending that yeah. we're, not even, we're not even getting him yeah. on our show. I get we're not even you. worried that this guy is gonna come over here and just be our champion. Like at least, at least give me the idea. Yeah, that- but the, the story's broke though because it's not a cross promotional thing because. The Impact guys don't like Dom because it's more that Dom's trying to like invade Impact from within. So it, it's, okay, the then, whole thing's messed up. Do you see but then give, me, then give me Swan coming to AEW and being like, you're going to yeah. come in at our territory. We're going to come here and invade your territory. Like that type well, of thing. Like, just, just like, like go ahead. Um, uh, uh, when Kenta showed up. Right. Yeah. Before yeah. his match with Moxley. He, he, shit, he was there two weeks. The, the attack and then he did the tag team match. Yeah. Look, I, I completely. What I'm saying is, they have clearly done the story as such that, aside from Tony's dumb ads, they can tell it this way because Rich's main issue is with Don Callis. Don Callis is his boss. So, like, they've, they, 
we when we this first happened, Jeremy and I sat here and were like, cross promotional war, you know. That ain't the story they're telling at all. So I don't know what they I don't know what the end game is. I assume it's just Kenny's gonna win the impact title and drop it to their new baby face. Chris Bay, Moose, whoever the hell. I don't yeah, see what else they're doing at this it's point. So yeah, but it's so weird because then like it, you have Kenny drop the impact title, but then he's still the AEW title because then you just subconsciously had people think, well, look, that impact guy is better than anyone AEW has. Yeah, I it's I, it's, 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 it's tough. It's definitely tough. I I guess the key is, and we don't know the numbers, all we know is post Spike TV, their biggest pay-per-view buyer was that show where they advertised someone is signing here. You know, Slammiversary, it was like, maybe Heath Slater shows up. And people were like, I want to buy it. Here we go. That was number one. And number two was the six-man hard to kill with Kenny on it. Yeah. To me, if Kenny's winning this belt, that needs to break the pay-per-view that was built around whether or not Heath Slater's signing. I'm sorry. God bless Heath Slater and all those guys. They already announced guys and Anderson's. That wasn't even a tease. If it doesn't do that, I don't want to say they've got played because I I don't feel like either side's really benefited. No. Does that make sense? No one's benefited from it. It's this. just like it's just kind of a nothing. It's like a nice gesture, but it isn't, you know, anything groundbreaking. I don't know. Right. I mean, my my I I just always wanted the AEW New Japan partnership. And that was it. I like when Impact got brought into this, I was like, uh, all right. Yeah, but then again, <laughs> where we stand, where we stand currently, I do not want Willie Osprey on my Wednesday night TV. No. If I see Will Osprey show up yes. on my dynamite, I'm gonna lose my mind. Not a good so this is a problem, and this is the big I said elephant room a hundred times in the show, but here's another one that's just walked in. New Japan kind of sucks now. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like kind of a bummer. We all we honest. all shit, we all shit on Harold Mage. We yes. shit all over the guy. Since he's left, I'm about ready to go beg him myself to come back because this is nonsense. But then at the same uh, time, he was the one holding back the partnership with AEW. Right. It's just so it's it's, it's a bummer that New Japan's not like red home. Like, oh man, we're venturing off here. But like Kazuchika Okada, when I saw he confront Will Osprey, I said to myself, if we're at the point where Kazuchika Okada is challenging Will Osprey. For the IWGP Championship, I think it's time we get little Kazu the hell out of there. Oh my! Out of the territory. I think, it, I think it's time we get him out. Like I was all for, hey, if the guy wants to stay there, you know, he's, he's still young. He's thirty-one. We got to get him out of there. He can't be doing this. It's funny you say it, Jack. I was just talking to your friend and mine, the Machine Gun Carl Anderson, and I believe Impact is putting together a deal as we speak. He can finally have that dream match with TJP. Imagine, dude, imagine no card and leaves it. You go, he puts on Instagram or some shit. I'm moving to America and the next day's an impact See, but logo. I'm, Here he just is. To, just, to, just to show that I'm not a person who who only shits on WWE, I've always been of the belief that Okada is so talented, he'll work in WWE. I think he's so talented, he will work there. He might have a, he'll have a couple roadblocks, but I think he'd be fine there. It wouldn't be I a just... complete bust. Dude, they, the Shinsuke thing is terrifying. Because Shin had so much outward charisma and flash, and that thing was a catastrophe in the end. I don't know. I, I don't think we're going to find out, to be honest. I must say. But there you go. Music of Moonsault says, my fear is Hangman beating Kenneth is so obvious that it could possibly not happen. I mean... I think that's I think where AEW differs from everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Again, it's okay if it's obvious. 
uh, it makes sense that people with similar goals, backgrounds, common hurdles, enemies will come together, especially when the heels group first. I think we don't have problems with the, the faction stuff. No, I was just asking. I was asking the Crosby because, yeah. you know, he wasn't here for that. But I, I think we all like faction. It's just it is right. a lot of people, you know? Yeah, it should be. Uh, it should have been Swan and the Bucks against Kenny and the Good Brothers last night. Uh, not if you're not if you're looking to go like Joe said, Eddie and John against the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Even beyond that, like you've got John Moxley, you're gonna be like John. Say yeah, we got Rich Swan. <laughs> Kenny collects all the titles. How did he drop them? He loses a smile. I would assume that's how I would do it. <laughs> no, I, that, that is a good question though. Like if Kenny. <laughs> If Kenny wins all the titles, and it's still like it's still open that he could win the IWGP title back, yeah, I'm like that that door is up. He but theoretically he could, yeah. So he could be the AEW champion, IWGP champion, and he oh he still holds. Uh, people forget this. He's he's still the AAA Mega Champion, yeah. So he's Apparently. still the AAA World Champion. Well, they'll, they'll just say that they taped the show and yo, I saw what they did to Leo Rush. Yeah, I felt so bad for the dude. Was... I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, terrible. Joseph, real, real I, was, quick. I was a centerpiece Joe, of this story, Joseph. Joe, Leo Rush on an episode of MLW beat yes. Laredo Kid for the AAA Cruiserweight Championship. Okay? okay. So at that point, Leo was a double champion. He was the MLW middleweight champion, and now he was the AAA Cruiserweight champion. And I remember being like, whoa, this shit's wild. Now MLW. Well, AAA, the, the finish of the match got screwed up. Leo was not supposed to win the title. <laughs> but they went with the finish anyway. Went with this whole thing. Put it on Twitter. Leo Rush, the AAA champ, AAA Cruiserweight champion. The next time AAA did a show, they just had Laredo Kid walk out with the title, and they oh, ignored was... it. Ever they ignored it ever happened. They just didn't that even rules. mention it. Conan, Conan tried to say Conan tried to say that. Oh yeah, we taped the match, and it hasn't happened yet. And Leo <laughs> called him out as a liar. Oh, oh, Leo went ballistic on Twitter. Leo, so somebody's like, when did you find out about this? Leo's like, just now on Twitter. Yeah, I I talked with Leo about that. It's uh, Oh, oh, bravo. Here we go. Um, <laughs> has Leo wrestled – has he wrestled low-key yet this week? Is that match still coming up? No, that's Friday. That's tomorrow. Jack, there's one There's one for you. Pal. I, I will low key, absolutely bro. not be tuning in. <laughs> no, this is – Mike Tyson's on a, that show. Big rating show. Mike Tyson is on that show. You know what's kind of breaking my heart? This is the first week in, I, I want to say, five or six years that I haven't spent like $120 buying one of those – WrestleMania week packages. None of those shows just appealed to me. I mean, a lot of guys. None, of, none of them did. It's, it's, the it's landscape just, has changed, hasn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it's just, and I, I did. I would drop. Usually I'd be the person I'd tell myself, like, in March, I ain't spending that kind of money. April, first week of April rolls around, I'm like, oh, but that looks really good. Oh, I'll probably be up at midnight. Okay, see, I'll need something to watch. And then I'll end up spending the money. I'll be like, all right, I got to watch all these shows. I didn't yeah. buy any because I looked at them and I was like, ah, nothing, none of this is really. I mean, we said it earlier. I mean, AEW signed like 100 people. Like, this yeah. is what happens. You know, it's not an endless pit, I guess. It is what it is. I don't know. All right. Is that the end? Are we All done right. here? Yes, let's wrap things up. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to talk about Homicide being better in Ring of Honor before we go? Because no. I know Jake's Thomas. a big one. There you go. Stop it. Stop. Oh, oh, damn. Just when we're having fun, Jack. I, well, we're going to be on Twitch. Jack is welcome to join us on Twitch. He tells I, me, I, I, Jack tells me he's got a shoot job and can't join us on Twitch. And then well, just did, goes well, over time of, here. Part of, my, part of my shoot job is I, I'm actually forced to watch the NXT tonight. So, 
Oh. Your boy, the Carrion oh. Cross, is going to win the title. Oh, which is why, which is which is why I'm not that mad about it. I ain't that mad about it. Jerk, I expect from you at like two, three a.m. my time, send me a DM and be like, oh, "I'm sorry, this shit is actually very bad." I'm going to tell you, this shit sucks. <laughs> I'm certain that's going to be your take. But there you go. That's cool. <laughs> we're going to be on Twitch. Uh, we're going to simulate night two of, of WrestleMania on Fire Pro. I believe uh, Cass is going to join us. He, he does not have a shoot job today. Jack, let everyone know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at jcrosbycbs. And I'm usually just at, talking to these goofballs or about tweeting, baseball. You're, you're tweeting about uh, you're, you're tweeting about Yankees baseball. Yeah, that's pretty it. much. Yeah, and any other games I'm watching during the day. There you go. I like the afternoon games. Like, can we just have that I, forever? I love afternoon baseball games, man. Yeah. There was a Nationals game on yesterday at noon Eastern time. It was the greatest thing ever. The Reds played at like 1230 yesterday, and it was fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we didn't talk about homicide. I'd hate to hold everyone up. You, know? <laughs> you guys you guys have fun over there, you know. Here's what it Joseph, do you have anything to plug? The WrestleMania features? Um, no, I don't, I don't write anymore. Uh, I'm retired. Terry Funk. But I do have one last uh, statement. I said it earlier, and I felt like my point was kind of overruled by that image of the fiend Bray Wyatt. Uh, guys, pray for me. Pray for my fandom that this weekend the Fiendess Alex Bliss will no longer be a Fiendess and instead will swap kick Bray Wyatt in the bollocks. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll be on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming here shortly. Um, NXT TakeOver post-show here on Fightful.com slash wrestling what what was this youtube.com slash fightful wrestling i don't know the name of any of this stuff we're on fightful.com slash wrestling uh or fightful wrestling.com uh nxc takeover post show myself alex Pulowski, denise salcedo on the show tonight we'll be reviewing the nxt uh that's it we'll be back next week next week Next week, Robert O'Neill back for the corner three. We'll we'll talk about the fallout from WrestleMania, a bunch of other stuff. We'll talk to y'all. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.